Welcome to The Clinical Entrepreneur, a business podcast that's dedicated to healthcare practitioners just like you who are hustling every day to build a business and a life you're proud of. Join me, Rhonda Nelson, as I share my own experiences and extract actionable advice from industry experts about what it takes to build and scale a profitable wellness practice. Well, hey, friends, welcome back. I'm really loving having this conversation today with you. I had the opportunity of chatting with a whole bunch of practitioners who had applied to be part of Business Coaching Collaborative. And I love having these conversations because A, it allows me to meet everyone, get a chance to know you or the person I'm talking to about uh, their practice, you know, where they struggle, all that. And I, I love that. I love, love, love having these relational conversations. It's one of my favorite things to do is just to be able to connect with you all. So during these conversations, it just amazed me how often I heard practitioners say, well, I don't, I don't know who I serve. I don't know my niche. I, I don't know. I, I just want to help everyone. And it, it just, I, I realized, I thought, okay, I, I got to do a podcast and I got to dive deeper about this. I think I've already done three podcasts, but over the course of these conversations, I, I kind of came up with an analogy and I want to share that analogy with you today. So this analogy was really all about what you how you, I want you to rethink about this deciding on a niche. So first let's bust a few myths. Okay. The first myth is number one from a clinician myth. And I know because I have had this same myth. The myth is I just need better marketing. Then I'm going to be fine. I just need more people in the door. I, I need help with marketing. I tell you, if I had a dollar for every time I heard that from um, a practitioner, I could be retired by now. It's everyone's thing. I, I just need more marketing. I need to get more people in the door. I think that's an absolute myth. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's the real problem, I should say. I think there's an underlying issue, several underlying issues, but I'm going to get to that in a minute. The second myth is, well, I just need to know more clinically. I just I I just need to I yeah, I can't help people until I know it all. Well, then you would be god because we're all on a journey of learning all the time. We don't we don't know what we don't know, and then you have that aha moment, you think, "Oh my gosh." that's amazing. I just learned X and now I feel like, okay, great. I can share that, but don't wait to start serving people and helping people and getting those transformations for your patients until you know everything. That's crazy. This is why you have me. This is why there's, I have clinical Academy. This is why you have some other online trainings that you may have taken, or you're a member of or something. You've got resources. So just lean into the people who've been ahead of you, who have already done it. They have the clinical skills lean into them and ask them. So you don't need to be clinically obese before you start feeding other people. Are you with me there? So when you have these clinical skills, what often happens is you start attracting people from all different kinds of things because someone refers and you worked with one person about their PMS and then they refer their husband and their husband has um, somebody at work that he told. And then that guy has a wife and then the wife comes to you and she's got digestive issues. And then you've got some kids that you're working with. And I, I get how all that multiplies. So when you choose a niche, you're not saying no to all those other people. You can choose. Maybe you don't like working with kids. I love working with families with kids. Maybe you don't like it. It's okay. You can say no to that. 
but it doesn't mean that you have to say no to everything. And the old, you like have blinders on so that the only thing that you're doing is just seeing your quote niche, your established niche, your perfect customer or client or patient. That doesn't, choosing a niche doesn't mean that you have to narrow down your focus. It just means that it gives you the ability to market what you do specifically. So I'm, here's where I'm going to give you my analogy. And I hope this is really going to help. Like You're going to have some big light bulb aha moments right now. So get ready. Pay attention here. And I really want you to like listen closely to what I'm saying. So I'm going to paint a scenario for you. And, and disclosure, this is how my brain works. My brain works in pictures. I see pictures and I can take a situation and turn it into a story. And so this is what I'm going to give you as a story. I want you to imagine for a minute that you are in a room full, a crowded room full of people and this room full of people, there's, you know, chatter going on and people are kind of huddled together in like little individual groups of maybe two, three, four people and they're chatting. And then there's another little group and there's people maybe mingling around. Maybe they have a cocktail. Maybe there's some hors d'oeuvres. It's just a, it's a gathering of some kind. Okay. And no one's really talking at the any, any particular moment. It's just all general chatter in the room. And they're all kind of connecting with each other. And you know how those conversations go, right? It's, well, how are you? And, you know, what's going on? And in this case, like maybe how's your practice? Or, you know, what do you do? And, and how did you meet so-and-so? You know, just kind of general sort of conversation. So that's the room that you're in. Now, in the back of the room, you decide, that you're going to stand up in the back and you really want to let all these people know about what you do. Fair. So you go to the back of the room and you stand up on a chair because you want to let it, you want to like have a little bit of a platform. You want to be able to speak and you stand up on a chair and you're a little timid, little timid, but you, you get the courage up and you just say, um, Hey, everyone. Uh, I just want to let you know a little bit about what I do. Um, I work with, I help people, you know, regain their health naturally. And I use like whole food supplements. And um, I work with people that have digestive issues and hormone issues. And I work with autoimmune and the room, the the tone of the room, people, maybe a few people kind of turn around and look at you like, Who's that? Who's that talking back there? Oh, it's, I'm not interested in that. And they turn back to their conversation. That's very one-on-one, very directional, very, very intimate, very, t- they're, they're, they're learning about each other. They, they're finding out information about each other. But from the back of the room, you're talking to everybody and you're talking very generically and non-specifically to everyone. You're just saying, well, I do this and I help with this natural thing and I do this and I do that. And people are going to turn and look, oh, who's talking back there? Ah, Yeah, no. Mm -mm." And the conversation keeps going and you get down off the chair and you think, oh, no one wants to come talk to me. No one wants to know about what I do. Don't you all understand? Like I do all these things and I know a lot and I'm a really good clinician and I've taken all these seminars and courses and I know things and, you know, I'm in clinical academy or I'm FMU or whatever I'm doing. I'm like, I, I know things I can help. The problem wasn't you. They're not rejecting you. They're just don't connect with your message. That's all. So now you decide that you're going to stand up again, or maybe it's a different party, different night, or somebody else stands up. Let's use somebody else. Someone else stands up in the back of the room. And this time in the back of the room, they say, Hey everyone, my name is, 
And I just want to let you know that I love working with um, pregnant women and women that have to do with all parts of pregnancy. So I love working with them as they try and get pregnant during their pregnancy, you know, fourth trimester, that postpartum period where they're nursing and, you know, getting used to baby and helping support baby and all of that thing. That's all the stuff that I love to do. Now, you probably got a few more, that person probably got a few more heads that turned because it was more specific. You were at least speaking to the women in the room that were or are considering getting pregnant or are pregnant or know people who might be pregnant or going to get pregnant or just had a baby. So now you've narrowed the attention of this room to your message because you're a little bit more specific. But you might have one or two people that might come over to you and go, gosh, well, you know, I'm I'm trying to get pregnant and I'd, I'd like to know more about what you do. Because it was at least had, you know, some kind of a, had it had bookends, I'll call it. Like it had a beginning and an end. You, you're specific about who you're serving and you gave a little bit more information. But still in the back of the room, I mean, there's 150 people in this room and you only had two people come over to you. Okay, well, you know, it's two people. But you still would say, I just need more people. I just need more people. But you see, that's a better, you know, example number two is better than the first example. But still, we need to capture the attention of the room. You, as I, as practitioners, we have to capture their attention. I mean, like riveting capture. How do we let people know what we do? You can't be the person who just says, oh, well, I help everyone heal naturally. It makes me crazy when I see that on a website. I kind I kind of want to go a little like bat crazy. Ha! Don't put that on your website. That's a huge no-no. I help restore health. Healing comes naturally for those who are sick and tired of being sick and tired. Ah, that's the worst than the first example. So if that's your website, change it, please. Do me a favor, change it. Now, back to my example. All right, now we have person number three. Back of the room. Same chatter going on. Everybody's like getting to know each other. They're talking. And the person number three stands up in the back of the room. And person number three says, hey, Mary, I know that you've been struggling and really trying hard to get pregnant and it's not working. And I know how disappointed you are every every month when you start your period, because you think, oh, one more month. Why is this not working? What's wrong with me? What do I need to do differently? Is it me? Is it my husband? Am I ever going to have a baby? But I just want you to know, I get you. I see you. I get you. And I'm here to help you. I want to help you get that baby in your arms so that you can do what your heart really longs to do more than anything. Now, when you're standing up in the back of the room and that's your message, granted, in my example, it's a bit wordy. Now, not only did you use someone's name, so everybody that's named Mary is going to turn around, but now you start talking in a way that is emotional and you're starting to talk about their pain, about her pain, about starting her period and being so disappointed and you get, you know what that feels like to have empty arms, or you can imagine, understand the disappointment that that is, but that you get her and you really are here to help. And I want to get you that, help you get that baby in your arms as best as I can. Now what? The room gets kind of quiet. 
because people now can they can they can tie into your words because there's emotion there you've connected them with something that's painful and everybody knows someone who's had difficulty conceiving everybody knows someone and so now all of a sudden you've got their attention. And there might be a few people that are still chatting on the periphery because they're laughing and telling jokes and maybe they had too much to drink. But you're going to get way more of the attention of the room because you were specific about what you do. But more, even more so, you really capitalized on helping them know that you feel them, you see them, and you hear them. You get their pain. That, my friend, is what a niche is supposed to do. Now, in my example, to finish up, now you have the attention of the room. Now I can guarantee you at the back of the room, people are going to be coming. They're going to be saying, excuse me, I need to go talk to her. Or they're going to find you through the rest of the night and say, my sister's having trouble getting pregnant. Would you help her? I really want to see her have a baby. And a a husband comes and says, my wife is really struggling. Or one of my kids is struggling, or I have a neighbor. Would you be willing to? Because now you're specific about what you're doing. And now everybody has a context, but compare that to person number one in the back of the room who says, well, I help with this and I can help you with these kinds of supplements. And, you know, I'm going to like help you have a powerful life. Nobody cares. No one cares because that's not talking to their pain. And I'm not saying you should abuse that. I definitely don't want you to abuse that. I'm not talking about manipulation here. I'm just talking about human to human connection. Because remember, in your room, what are all those people doing? They're getting to know each other, right? They're saying, yeah, I have this kind of thing. And these are my kids. And these are my wife. They may not be sharing their details about infertility. But when you stand up in the back of the room and you start getting very specific, now all of a sudden people know what you stand for. And as soon as you help that mom with fertility, she's got a sister who has hemorrhoids and she has a brother who has, you know, autoimmune or diabetes or something and say, well, can you help them too? Sure. I'd be happy to. So it's not that you're excluding all the things that you know to do. I don't want you to feel like your education has gone to waste. You're not excluding all those things. All you're doing is you're just saying, here's my clear message. Get clear on the message because once your message is clear, then you're able to attract the people that you want in your practice. And then if others come, great. It's a party. You can fix them all and choose the ones you want to work with and you don't want to work with. There are certain types of conditions and even people that I just aren't good, aren't a good fit for me. Like I have a lot of history working with cancer because of my daughter's diagnosis And I'm familiar with how all that works, but I don't want to work with cancer patients because it's painful for me. It's hard for me. And so I refer them. So there are some things that you may not want to do and that's okay. But when you get clear and you can speak very specifically to that person, that one person that you want to connect with, now back to the first myth. When you say, I just need more marketing. My answer to that is no, you just need to know who you serve, get your message clear, and then your marketing will be effective. Because then when you speak to a room full of people on social media or on your reels or on your LinkedIn page or whatever it is, you're now 
speaking into the crowded room that has all the other practitioners that are all saying the same thing. I help this and I help that. I promise you the ones that know exactly who they serve, exactly who they serve and the pain that their ideal, we call it an ICA, like an, you know, your ideal customer or your niche or your avatar, whatever you want to call it. But when you understand and when you know their pain, what they feel, what they're frustrated with or what they struggle with, and you say, I get it, I get it, and I'm here to help you. I've got a three-step process and this five-step process, 10-step process, this seven-month thing, this three-month thing, whatever your deal is, I've got a plan. Basically, that's what you're saying. I have a plan and I know it works and I can help. You got to make sure you can deliver, but I know you can. So that's why you're, you say you need more marketing. You don't need marketing. You need clarity. When you have clarity, then you speak clearly in your marketing and you won't, you'll have more people than you know what to do with because patients are looking for someone who gets them. They want someone who knows them, who gets them. I connect with you. And if they feel like you're just going to like give them a bunch of supplements and you're going to do an adjustment or just do an acupuncture treatment and say, okay, you know, off you go. Yeah, you are now a commodity. They can go anywhere and find some site that says the same thing as yours. So I hope that helps you get really, really clear about how to choose a niche. This is not because you're excluding. Don't think about it like that. I want you to think about it, about being specific. Because when you talk to the whole room, hey, everyone, you're talking to no one. But when you single out a Mary or a Joe, or it has to be to one person. Your marketing has to speak to one person with one thing. Maybe it's women. And maybe you deal with women over 40. Maybe it's a better thing is to deal with women over 40 in perimenopause. See how more specific that is? You know, there, there's your pain. What, what are they frustrated about? They are frustrated because their periods are getting bad and they're irregular and their emotions are all over the place. And, you know, maybe they've got some vaginal dryness or they've got some other symptoms that are happening and they're starting to see mood changes and they, they don't like it. And if you speak to those things, the things that pain them, the things that they don't like, they all are going to say, oh my gosh, he gets me. Wow. Oh, I, I do need some help. Yes, I want to say yes to you. All right, friend, sit on that for a little while and then let me know. I really do love to know what your niche is. You can send me a DM on Instagram, Dr. Rhonda Nelson, D-R Rhonda, R-O-N-D-A Nelson, or you can message me on Facebook. And I really would love to know what did you think and what's your niche? I want to know. It's the number one thing. You don't need more marketing and you don't need more clinical skills. What you need is choose who you really want to serve and then start spreading that word. And you won't need a quote, more marketing. Your marketing will speak for itself because you're clear about who you serve. All right, friends, that's it for this week's episode. Thanks for hanging out with me. Can't wait to hear from you online in Instagram or Facebook, either one. I'm there. See you later.